How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 20 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, noted baseball fan Jason Burke, and today we're going to be talking about spring training because games happened. Is this the start we were envisioning? No, but it's been three games. It doesn't really matter yet. Uh, what, what matters is that the whole team is healthy and no injuries have occurred, and hopefully I'm not jinxing it by saying that. But uh, really, just want to get through spring training with like a 500-ish record and with no injuries. That is a successful uh, spring training. So here's hoping. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about spring training today. That's all. The end. Uh, so first off, A's are 0-3. Not great. They lost to the Giants, the Cubs, and the Diamondbacks. So, you know, three National League teams. Uh, one of them should be good. Two of them, maybe. One of them's not good, and that's the Giants. Uh, and I'm not being a biased A's fan. I'm, they're not expected to be very good this year. They might get like 70-something wins. It whoop de doo um, So the big headline, I think, would be that Lou Trevino did not have a good chilling in his first spring outing. He went uh, two-thirds of an inning, gave up three earned runs on four hits, including a home run, and his ERA now sits at 40.50. Uh, it's one outing in spring training. Maybe he was working on stuff. Maybe, you know, just got hit, beat on one pitch. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Um, not really worried about Lou Trevino just yet, because this happens. But in the back of my mind, I am thinking of Ryan Cook in 2015, when he just could not get the job done. And uh, he gave up 13 runs in spring training. That was uh, 10 earned runs. And that in that occurred in five and a third innings pitched. And he had a 16-8. 8 ERA, and was traded that July for cash. So uh, I don't think Luch is going to get traded, but uh, he does have two minor league options. So I think the worst case scenario for the A's and for Luch would be that he just doesn't make the opening day roster while he sorts things out. Because they do have a lot of faith in him. I still have faith in Luch being a big league relief option, obviously. Uh, he had one really good season. Last year wasn't as good. But uh, he, he's still relatively young, and relievers are volatile. Um, so yeah, Lou Trevino, not necessarily worried, but just because it's, you know, early days of spring, and he struggled, I wanted to, be, I wanted to give you guys a couple of options, just in case this continues. Um, again, I, I still expect Lou Trevino to be on the opening day roster. I'm not trying to be dramatic about one spring training outing by any means. I'm trying to be more informative as to the options that could occur should this continue. That's all. So that's what I'm trying. I, I try to be informative to the best of my knowledge and abilities. So uh, with that, there were a couple of pitching performances that did catch my eye. Obviously, AJ Puck was the big story on Friday night. Uh, he was, no, no, Saturday night. Sorry, that's my bad. Uh, days are getting mixed up. AJ Puck was great. He pitched one inning, struck out Chris Bryant. You know, he, he's fine. But uh, TJ McFarland, who is going to be uh, one of the resident lefties in the bullpen, he pitched a third of an inning, scoreless. Uh, he finished up an inning, which is why he only had to pitch a third of an inning. Um, JB Wendelkin pitched a scoreless inning as well. But then one option that could become, you know, a, a guy that could take over for Lou Trevino if needed would be Jamie Schultz. Uh, I talked about him way back. I believe it was in the first episode of this podcast. Uh, as, you know, a guy to keep your eye out on. So I'm a little bit high on him. 
So maybe that's why I'm just drawn to his name. But uh, in his first spring training outing, he'd went one inning and struck out two. And he's had some success in the majors, but then he'll have one blow-up game and then get sent down and then never see the majors again. So uh, that's what's happened to him. But he's been with both the Rays and the Dodgers in previous seasons, and now he's with the A's. And basically, those are the three teams that you look to to, you know, rebound a pitching career in my eyes. And uh, so now he's on the third stop, and if he's going to turn it around, it's going to be this season, you would imagine. And again, relievers are volatile, and I, I have some some hopes for, for Schultz here. So we'll see how the rest of spring training goes for everybody else. But if it comes to it, I could see Jamie Schultz being a major league option for the A's at some point in the bullpen. Uh, so that's all that for Lou Trevino talk. Also, quick side note, uh, did you guys listen to the game on A's cast? Um, because I had a couple of issues with it. Um, it loaded just fine initially, but then I got stuck in a Mercedes-Benz loop for roughly 10 minutes, and I almost went insane, um, thinking that it was like the new Cars for Kids commercial. Not a fan. Um, so that was fun. So I eventually, I, I even like restarted the app and tried it again, and I was like, oh no, I'm still here. This is great. And I thought that it might have been because I was trying to go in between the Dodger or the uh, Diamondbacks game and the Giants game, because um, the A's had split squad, so I was trying to listen to the other one, um, and that was not the case. It was just always there, and it, uh, I saw other people on Twitter were having problems as well. So apparently, it wasn't just me. I was wondering if you know you guys are having issues with A's cast at all, other than you know this technical glitch which I assume that this will get figured out. But uh, are you guys having problems like accessing the TuneIn app or anything like, like that? Um, if I can, I'd like to help. I don't know a ton about TuneIn, but you know I had, do have a passion for the A's, obviously. And uh, if I can help you guys in any way, uh, reach out to me at ByJasonB on Twitter, or you can reach out to the Locked On podcast at Locked On A's, also on Twitter. Or uh, if you're a little more shy and you want more... Uh, long form stuff. Uh, we have the Gmail account at lockedonathletics at gmail.com. So uh, yeah, I'm going to take a quick break and then we will get back to you guys with a quick look at the second base competition through the first weekend. If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all of the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans, but you may not know that Locked On A's is a great way for your local business to reach passionate A's fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with A's fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word ADVERTISING to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On Advertising success. Once again, text the word ADVERTISING to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. And we're back. Um, so the big question surrounding the A's, really the only position battle, uh, other than backup catcher right now, which we'll go over tomorrow, uh, is 
who's going to play second base for the A's? Um, they had plenty of options, and then they traded for Tony Kemp, and now he's out running out of the gates fairly well. Uh, he's had the best spring through two games so far. Um, so obviously he is the front runner to get the second base job. Um, from what I've read so far through quotes from the front office and Billy Bean, um, it looks as though Tony Kemp's going to have a spot on the roster no matter what. So he doesn't really figure into the second base competition as much as like a second Chad Pender type where he can play second base and also some of the outfield and do a bunch of different things. So Tony Kemp so far is two for three with a home run. He's doing just fine, uh, but his roster spot's not really up for grabs at this point. He's, especially with 26 guys in the roster heading into this year, um, that's a nice change. It gives the A's some added flexibility. Hopefully uh, it allows them to main, uh, retain one of these guys that's going to be out of options. Um, so those guys without options, you got Vimy Almachin. He is uh, currently one for four in two spring training games. You got Franklin Barreto, who is one for five with an RBI and a strikeout. And then you got Jorge Mateo, who is one for six with two strikeouts. Um, the RBI doesn't necessarily matter to me. It kind of depends on, you know, what the situation is when you get up to bat. Although they have been working on situational hitting, so maybe that does play into uh, Barreto's favor a little bit. Uh, Barreto in previous spring trainings has hit like 450, 350, and like 289 or something like that. So he's a very good spring performer. And on the radio broadcast that I was able to hear, um, they were talking about how, uh, I think it was Bob Melvin was being interviewed by the radio team and they were saying, and Bob Melvin was saying that I think, uh, he thinks that Barreto is excited that there's nobody blocking him at second base. And so he's going to take advantage of this opportunity and blah, blah, blah. But is that manager speak? It could be. Um, he's had plenty of good spring trainings before and been sent to the minors and then not done well when he gets the call in the majors. So there's a lot of unknowns when it comes to Franklin Barreto, if you ask me. Uh, maybe some of it's immaturity. I don't know him as a person at all. It's just what I've gleaned from seeing him in his stints in the majors and everything. I try not to think that I'm sour on Franklin Barreto at this point, and it has nothing to do with the trade or, you know, how he was acquired or anything like that. Um, he was acquired in the Josh Donaldson deal, just to catch everybody up. Um, it's nothing like that. It's more, he's been given, you know, little opportunities here and there, but not like the full opportunity. So I get it that, you know, he's looking for that big opportunity. Um, but the guys that are battling with him in Machine and Mateo have gotten no major league opportunities. Uh, so, I mean, obviously they're more wild cards, but uh, Machine definitely has a hit tool that he's shown in the minor leagues, though he hasn't played much at AAA yet, and he's 26. So he'd be a big question mark moving forward for sure if that's the guy you want to roll with. Uh, and if he doesn't work out, then you're probably trading Franklin Barreto in the process too. And that's, you know, there's going to be some very tough decisions to be made in the next three weeks, um, four weeks, if you want to take it all the way to spring training, but, or, you know, to the end of spring training, but, uh, they're going to have to find a training partner to dance with them at some point. And so they got two to three weeks probably to figure that out and finalize the roster before regular season games start happening. Cause, uh, once that happens, then you lose these people that are out of options. 
So Machine has a pretty good hit tool, uh, and Mateo has speed. And those are, I mean, we don't know about Machine's hit tool if it translates to the majors just yet. But I'd rather bank on like a speed asset that we know will be there no matter what than hoping for Franklin Barreto to finally put it all together in the majors. I know he's 23, but um, if you're vying for a championship, you got to limit as get as many known quantities as you can to limit the risk moving forward. And you've already got Sean Murphy behind the plate. Uh, I think he's going to be great, but again, unknown quantity in the majors. He's played 20 games, I think. Uh, and then you got AJ Puck and Jesus Luzardo, who, again, great prospects, but are they going to have fantastic seasons? We don't know. They don't have a track record yet. So there's some unknown quantities already, and you're going to try and limit those in other spots if you can, uh, is, is what I imagine. Or maybe they're just going to go for the all-talent options and see how it plays out. But uh, with second base, you have, you know, Machine... Barreto and Mateo all out of options or in Machine's case if he doesn't make the team then he gets uh, offered back up to the Cubs uh, because he was a rule five pick and that's how that works Um, so you're probably going to lose two of these guys and it's going to be which two could you live without the most because in at least a couple of these well Machine it would be gone no matter what but uh, with Mateo and Barreto, could you sneak one of them through waivers? Probably not, because Mateo's got the speed tool, and Barreto is a, still a young guy, and there's plenty of teams that, you know, like the Tigers would probably give him a shot. What do they care? Take a chance on a 23-year-old change of scenery candidate? Of course. So uh, either of them would be gone, for sure, if they were offered up in the waiver system. Um, so it's going to be an interesting battle because of the consequences that happened for those who don't make the team. They're going to be no longer with the organization. So uh, we'll see how that all plays out. Right now, Tony Kemp has the lead, uh, but he's already going to be on the team. So what direction are they going to go in? Who knows? Uh, what direction do you think the A should go in? You can let us know at Locked on A's on Twitter or me personally at ByJasonB on Twitter, and uh, we can discuss it there. And while you're on the internet and everything, uh, go to wherever you get this podcast and please hit the subscribe button i'd really appreciate that um the the audience is growing it's been great uh we're obviously trying to get all of the a's fans um and i don't know if we're there yet so uh tell a friend and uh you know make them listen too um yeah so that's pretty much all that um also uh leave us a review if you don't mind obviously five star reviews are preferable but uh do what your heart tells you i guess um, but really, only leave a review if you're going to do a five-star review. Uh, I'm serious. Don't, don't hit four. Not messing around with four stars. And on that note, that is the Locked on Haste podcast for today. I will be back with you guys tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime, celebrate good times, Oakland, and I will talk at you tomorrow.